Blog Talk Radio.
Thank you for joining me here on Code Connection. My name is Jesse Ann Nichols George, and I'm your hostess today. And yes, I know that. Sorry, that came right back in there for me. There were a few seconds left. That is a little bit different than what you're used to listening to if you've listened into our show before. Um, those who have listened in before know that I do like to incorporate music around the turning of the seasons of the year. And so that song you were listening to at the beginning of the show is called Dawn, and it is by Stephen Halpern. Um, which I greatly appreciate him allowing me to use his music on my show. And um, it is from his Music for Sound Healing CD. So um, you can check that out through his website, and that is stephenhalpern.com, S-T-E-V-E-N-H-A-L-P-E-R-N.com forward slash sound healing. So um, some really great things happening there with this music. And, hey, I want to extend a welcome to everybody, whether you are returning or whether you're joining us here for the very first time, and it's great to have you with us. We do stream live in three additional places, Talk Stream Live, um, Stream Finder, and Penn, also known as Fair Encounters Network, and I welcome everybody listening through those channels as well. And during this show, what I do is I look at living a more compassionate life by aligning with your personal life code. Many times what I do is I split my shows up now. So sometimes there's guests on the show. Sometimes I'm doing my own show, like today is going to be doing my own show. Sometimes I have musical guests on the show. And what's really great about that is it gives you a chance to learn about other people's work in addition to my own work. And maybe you find something that, hey, works for your own code energy. I also, um, like I said, highlight different musical artists along the way, and I do have some really great musical artists lined up for this year, so you're going to want to listen in as we do those. Um, Just really a whole variety, and it's kind of like listening to music, but it's like music with purpose because they always have some great messages and work that they're doing with that music. And it also gives you a chance to... Um, learn about a variety of different topics and tools and resources and thoughts and just take a little time for your own personal exploration, your own universal insights that you can grab hold of and expand your perception of how life works. Now, in my own work, what I do is I interpret a person's life code, and that allows them to live a life filled with compassion. And I've created the Genesis Clearing Statement, and that's uh, can be found in shows where other people have interviewed me. And if you've missed that, you can catch that in our archive. I've also authored four books, the most recent uh, being You, Me, Life Dreams, and its companion workbook, and then my first two books, Activating Compassionate Companion Workbook. And I'm also a collaborator on a wonderful book called Embraced by the Divine. And this is a, a wonderful book that is, all about different like women's anthologies, Dark Night of the Souls, working with angels, all kinds of great stories and, and challenges, life challenges that have been faced along the way. And I encourage you to definitely check that out as well, which you can do at embracedbythedivine.com. And they're also on um, Facebook, if you'd like, uh, various social media, Twitter, if you want to uh, connect with us there. And it's, it's a wonderful collaborative piece of incredible stories and journeys and, and sharing um, that goes on and, and insights where, you know, we've shared 
tools and resources and things of how we got through those those challenging times. So definitely worth checking out. In addition to that, I've created the True North Tour, which is a multi-state nationwide tour, including workshops, retreats, seminars, book signings, and fundraising events. And all of those can be followed through my website, jessianmicholsgeorge and number1.com. Now, just a reminder, if you enjoy the show today, make sure you share it with people because this is going to be a really interesting show. We are going to be looking at what the codes for the spring equinox are sharing with us or the seasonal new year and what that is going to be all about. So that's going to be pretty exciting um, today as well as listening to some wonderful artists who have been on my show before. Um, and so it's going to be a show that you want to share. And just uh, they can come in using the same link that you use to get into the live show and listen to it at their convenience. Uh, I also put up a YouTube version of the show, and that's usually available within two weeks after the show broadcast today. And then they can also get it as a podcast on iTunes, tunein.com. Um, those are other options as well. So lots, lots of possibilities depending on how they like to listen to things. Now, before we get started on everything, well, actually we're kind of already <laughs> started on things today, but before we get into the heart of the topic today, I should say, um, I'd like to delve into a book called The 72 Names of God, Technology for the Soul by Yehuda Burke, who's a Kabbalah master. And every week I just look the page and get the message up and so many times the message is so applicable. And I was actually really excited to see the message come up today that is there because here we are on this, this personal seasonal New Year time frame. And so many people that I know of, myself included, are going through a lot of shifts right now, a lot of big changes, a lot of adjustments going on. And it's leaving a lot of people in a space of feeling what's going to happen, you know, wondering about this unknown and kind of needing to just surrender to it and go, okay, well, let's see where this journey goes. Let's not get upset about something and let's not get all panicked about it, but let's see where the journey goes. So what I've got here is the name for God, the common name for God that we have this week is Fear Less. And this is really great. Um, he goes on to give the initial message which says, life is not about coping with fears. It is not about surviving bouts of anxiety or just working our way through panic attacks. Life is about achieving absolute happiness, complete freedom, and true fulfillment. Don't settle for less. And the insight he goes on to give on this is, before we reach paradise and plentitude, we must first journey through a barren desert. Before there is light, there is darkness. Our personal effort to create light out of darkness expresses humanity's most profound longing and deepest desire to be the actual cause of our own happiness. Make no mistake, it was the souls of humanity, you and I, who chose this path to transform and fulfillment, to transformation, excuse me, and fulfillment. And our fears are often the greatest obstacles that confront us. They can burden and encumber our existence to the point where we are preoccupied simply with coping with them. Well, forget about coping. This name is about curing. Incapacitating fear 
is an illusion. Fear is a bluff, and we must call the bluff, because on the other side of fear lies paradise. If we run away from our fears, we are fleeing from the fulfillment of our own deepest longings and needs. It's a pretty powerful thought that he's offering up there, and it's a great thing as we're going into the seasonal new year to keep this in mind, because a lot of people have been in that anxiety, and it isn't about getting wrapped up in it, but it is about facing that fear. It is about realizing the fear is just a lie. It's just an illusion. And we're right on the edge of breaking free to paradise. So he goes on to give a meditation on this, and he says, ask yourself, what am I afraid of? The courage to conquer your fear now rises within you. By proactively confronting your fears at the seed level, you pull them out by the roots. You extirpate them entirely from your own being. Now, this is pretty powerful stuff here. This is exciting things because I love that you brought in seeds and roots because that's something I'm going to be talking about today, the seeds and the roots of this exact new year and what that is about. And what are the seeds and the roots that are getting planted with the code vibrations that we have going on right now? So I'm very excited to see that come around and to take a a look at that with you and to share that information with you today. Now, before we delve into the topic for today, I've got a little sharing uh, information here just to kind of get us thinking in that direction. And... The, the kind of sit back, grab onto this, and it'll give you some ideas of where I'm headed today. How do you tune in to the cycles of life? And do you have things that you like to do as spring starts each year? What seeds are you planting and which ones are beginning to sprout? Now, it is no secret that once again the cycles of life are turning. We are beginning a new seasonal year here in the U.S. Springtime comes at, or brings us the birth of many things around the earth. And some of them are literal, such as baby animals that are in this natural flow. And some of them are more internal, such as a willingness to release what isn't working and to embrace fresh new starts. Some of them are physical, such as spring cleaning and shifting from being closed in during winter to opening the windows and bringing in fresh air. With or without being coded favorably to spring, we find internal and external awakenings happening at this time. And we are finishing major contemplation spaces and preparing the beginning to action in the world. And we begin to socialize more and new life starts appearing all around us through leaves appearing on the trees, beautiful blossoms that emerge, and the sun offering up warmth to our skin. I've talked about music before, and this time, as you reflect deeper into the music you are feeling drawn to right now, take the time to do that, for it is full of stories and roots that you are connecting to, and it shows you the roots you are growing and a piece of your soul that you are longing to both know and share. Now, while Valentine's Day has the reputation of being about love, it is this time of year that love really comes forth. And it begins with desire for connection 
and the seeking of mates for those that are single and to desire to reconnect with those that we are still in a relationship with. This is the time of courtship, flirtation, and the chase. Now, I have been drawn to a huge variety of music, but one that doesn't always get a lot of attention is that of folk music. And the irony of this is that folk music, which is the music that laid the foundations of roots for many other genres, including Celtic, country, pop, rock, and a whole lot more, polka. But for me, I think I've always connected to it because of the stories of life that it tells. And it oftentimes has lyrics that talk about lessons that have been learned, journeys that have been experienced, and observations that are made. Now, every spring we are given the chance to set forth a new story for ourselves. And we embark on a new tale that is woven moment by moment and step by step. It is the time where we begin interacting with others more and sharing what our life has been like and learning about theirs. To know our stories helps us to know our lives and to decide what we want to write for ourselves. It is also a way of connecting with the different aspects and phases of ourselves. And this time of year, we are connecting with our own inner youth, such as the maiden or young man. And it is when we open ourselves to love and connection more consciously. The time of spring holds to divine connection. Remember what it is like to have joy flowing through endlessly. It is a reminder of getting out and enjoying life and being in the world, but not of it. What are the stories you share? And what is the story you want to tell or live? And how do you connect with the inner you? And this show is interesting because, you know, half of us are celebrating the spring equinox this weekend, while another half of the world or part of the world is actually celebrating the autumn equinox because they're getting ready to head into their winter. And I'm going to talk a little about both during today's show. So I wanted to leave that there for those who are tuning in from other places, maybe Australia or other countries that are headed to their winter. And these codes are going to be applicable for both of us. And they will be applicable also later um, somewhat in the year, but, but going by this time of year. So you're going to want to stay tuned no matter where you are in the world. Now, the code energy for this week is an affirmation that you are operating from wisdom. And if you've been doing the work and operating from integrity, you are likely to see some great results coming forth. Honors, recognition, advancement, and success in general, from the small things to large scale, are opening for your enjoyment. And this comes as a result of facing fears, clearing away addictions, and pursuing from the divine and heart-centered space of love and compassion. And it comes after a willingness to surrender to soul processes and meet responsibilities in all areas of life. It is the sweetness of divine blessings after what has felt like a long period or series of initiations and tests of determination and commitment. Make certain that you take the time to really enjoy what these blessings are about and don't just busy yourself. 
This is the time of elevation. So both this and Yehuda's message you can find, by the way, on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website, jessianmickelsdorch.com, and that way you can always go back and reflect on them throughout the week. And I like to do that. I like to go back and go, okay, where's my vibration for the week? <laughs> and, and what's it coming for? And it's, it's always interesting to, to do that. Now, I'm going to be taking a little break here, and then we're going to get into the heart of our topic today, which are those codes for the spring equinox, the seasonal new year, the autumn equinox, which is hitting at this time for others, and, um, and moving forward with that. And this is going to be an interesting connection here. Um, But during our break, and the music that I have this week is all connecting to our theme. And uh, the song for my break that I chose comes from a former guest on the show. And I should mention Stephen Halpern, who opened our show up, was a former guest as well. And you can catch these shows in my archives. Um, which, again, through my YouTube channel or on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website, jessianmichelsgeorge, the number one dot com, and you can catch all the archive shows through there. This song, though, for our break is called My Soul, and it's by Jill Matson. Uh, it's from her Paint Your Soul CD, and uh, I don't know if we're going to go through the whole song on this because it's kind of a long song, but um, it's really beautiful, and you can definitely... Um, check out Jill's work at www.jillmatson.com. That's J-I-L-L-M-A-T-T-S-O-N.com. And I'm going to get that up for you here in just a minute while we do that. And um, really looking forward to sharing all of this work with you today. And I'm sorry, I'm going to have to scroll through a little bit on my <laughs> switchboard. Here you go. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
And welcome back. You are listening to Code Connection, and my name is Jesse Ann Nichols-Georgian. We are doing a show based around the seasonal new year, so this is exciting. We have spring equinox, and that is coming up actually tomorrow evening in a big portion of the world if you're in the United States. If you're in the other flip side of the country, as we might say, (laughs) because uh, south of the equator down there, they're starting their autumn equinox. that this spring equinox slash autumn equinox time frame is happening on the 20th. So it will be Sunday for them, Saturday for those of us that are are in the U.S. So um, it's going to be a very interesting show. And that song that you were just listening to, by the way, is from a former guest, Jill Mapson. And she does some incredible, wonderful, wonderful work. And Jill is... um, you can catch up with her work on her website, joelmatson.com. That's J-I-L-L-M-A-T-T-S-O-N.com. And that song uh, that I just had on there was called My Soul. It is from her Paint Your Soul CD. So check that out, definitely. And the songs that I'm using today are from all former guests that I have on the show, and they are coordinated with the energy. They are coded to the energy of this seasonal new year that we're talking about today. And that's that's pretty exciting uh, when we start to look at this because for me, I always find coming off of winter and we've had so much going on and, and the first part of the year can be very intense. And of course, this is bringing us into the, the energy of Aries. And I think some people have already started to feel some of that Aries energy where people get a little more stressed, they're a little more reactive, and we, we certainly have to be careful of that because the planets do tend to line up <laughs> early April, year after year, where we'll get like four or five or six planets, and they all drop into Mars at the same time. And and that can lead us to be more reactive. But what we want to do is to take that turning point of the spring equinox time frame or the autumn equinox if you're in the other portion of the world um, and utilize that and take a breather, take some time out, take some time to really just focus a little bit and to tune in. And even though there's been a lot of reflective work going on, the the spring equinoxes are, are time to come out in the world. It is a brand new beginning. It is our opportunity to come out renewed. It is our opportunity to make fresh starts. And it's funny, you know, I was chatting with a friend before I jumped on the air today, and I only have a very small amount of time when I (laughs) get on the air. And I was like, man, everything is changing on me right now. You know, now they want me to shift my website stuff around, and I just changed my newsletter out, and, and I've been sensing all kinds of big changes happening. And so it's really funny for me to sit here and do this show actually today when I myself am going through a lot of the same things other people are going through. And it's this, you know, I, I have to keep thinking back and going, okay, I learned all these great lessons over the, <laughs> the last few months of really tuning into that surrendering process. And while it's so easy to get reactive and jump into this, you know, this space of, man, what's going on here and, and this craziness and the stress and the tension and the anxiety and, and all of these things, what we want to do is to learn how to surrender 
um, because it's even even things like with my website, I thought, oh my gosh, I've just gotten so much completed on it, and there's so much work in it, and now they want to shift it, and am I going to have to do it all over? Well, the reality of it is, is they're going to make this change whether I like it <laughs> or whether I don't like it, and so it's best if I can surrender to that and just say, you know, this whole set of shifts is going to provide me some new opportunities. It's, it's the universe's way of not only putting me in the natural flow, in the natural year, in the season, but it's also saying take a moment to reflect and let's put it together and, and see, are you working with the best things? And these are great questions to ask right now. Are you working with the things that are best for you? Are you working with the things that need to be there? What adjustments do you may need to make? Is this part, for me, I, I ask myself a lot, is this part of my simplifying process? Maybe I've gotten too detailed or too focused, and maybe this is the universe's way of saying, okay, hey, I'm going to help you simplify a little bit more. Um, there's all kinds of pieces that can come up, and, and we want to delve into that. But I also see... When we look at the seasonal new year and we look at the spring equinox here and the autumn equinox and the other part of the world, each of these turning points of the year bring us code energy that opens our eyes and it awakens us to what is happening in the next phase. Um, what is the energy on a more global level? because we all are going to have our own personal inter interaction. And codes, for those that don't know, code interpretation, which I do, and my work as a code interpreter is looking at these blueprints, looking at these energy patterns that exist in everything, that's literally in everything. <laughs> and it's about looking at those that we have within us and how we flow in the world, and that's the work that I do. How are you interacting? with everything in the world. And so each of these turning points of the year become very important because they carry with them certain aspects of things that are happening. So, for example, we have three key aspects, and, and we're going to be listening to music that, that fit in with these three key aspects throughout the show, and that's seeds and roots and blossoming. And these are important because back at the autumn equinox in the U.S., what was spring equinox in other parts of the world. Um, back in 2015, last September, we were planting seeds at that time as well. We were preparing for roots to go deeper at that time as well. And there's even certain blossoming or forms of blossoming that happen at that time, even when you're going into a winter season. So these become very interesting for us to know because while we have our own influences going on and we're all going to interact a little differently with these global influences, to know the global influences are important because it's like knowing where the sun is at, what sign it's in, or what, how the planets are moving around because these are the things that affect people on a more global level. People who are not operating consciously or operating with an understanding of how they're energy works and their patterns work in the world, get wrapped up in these global trends. These global trends are the things, too, that we 
we're not necessarily going to have a high influence on. They're going to happen whether we like it or not. Just like my website changing and these things changing. It's going to happen whether we like it or not. But how we deal with it, that becomes the important part. So if we understand the code of what's happening, if we understand the energy patterns of what's happening, then we can make a more conscious choice to flow with that energy, to embrace that energy and go, okay, here's what it's offering me. I might have gotten caught off guard by this particular thing, but what is it going to offer me the opportunity to do? And then surrender into that process. As Yehuda said, face the fear that's involved in that process and become fearless and then also look at where the opportunity is here. And when we talk about new beginnings, these are important times. When we talk about seeds being planted and roots going deeper, these are the things that we're going to grow further in our life. These are the things that we're going to bring out now in our life that is going to become our harvest or abundance. And these are the things that with each thing we're interacting with, the more we are interacting in that favorable energy patterns for us, then the more we're going to have a rich, abundant, prosperous, happy harvest to enjoy uh, when the autumn comes around. And just as we're starting to see little seedlings come up around our part of the country here in the spring, that other part of the world is starting to enjoy their previous harvest, their harvest from what the seeds previously planted, and they're planting also new ones, the seeds that are going to germinate and to heart and to to work on and and get nurtured throughout their winter time frame, and will soon be blossoming when um, September rolls around. So we're always thinking about this. Sometimes we plant things, and this is how life works. Sometimes. We, we put something down, we put a thought out, and we don't see the results for many months. But that thought is still growing and germinating and working. So when we look at the energy over all of the spring equinox, we have um, a couple of different components at play. And this, of course, plays in those that missed my show a couple of months back, just before the beginning of the year, on codes for 2016, you may want to go in and tie in more and listen to that show of how it ties in and what the year 2016 is about. When we look at the spring equinox, we have a call in here that is telling us, really, we want to be careful as we move forward in this elevation that we're going through. And a lot of people are going through elevation, and just like seeds that are sprouting forth and and little sprouts that are coming up, it takes a lot of effort and it can take a lot of challenges before it reaches out and grabs hold of that sunlight and can really breathe and can really enjoy what it's getting to experience in the world. Um, this happens with us as well as we're elevating in our processes. We can run on such a high of being connected and coming out of this introspective period, we tend to get fearless in a different kind of way, which is not being without fear so much, 
but it's not dealing with fear. And that's the, that's the piece with spring that we have to be very careful of because we have, you know, the, the love is in the air, as they say. <laughs> you know, the, the heart is pounding a little bit. We're awakening. And we're kind of living in this what they call the fool's paradise space which sometimes can lead us to not take enough responsibility in the world. It can lead us to push forward too fast, too much. And then we find ourselves in sometimes some dangerous situations, right? We, we push forward and then all of a sudden we go, oh, my gosh, I don't have the resources to carry this through, or oh, my gosh, I, don't, I can't maintain this, or things like that. We get wrapped up in that, that spring excitement, as we might say because we are feeling the light in our lives. And and so we have to be very careful, too, because when we're dealing with this new energy, the energy of the maiden, the energy of the, the you know, young male and, and all that energy, think about when you were in your teens and your young 20s and things like that, and you have this energy and you didn't care what anybody said really, right? And Or, or you did care a lot and you were trying to live by a lot of, of people's input and influence and you were you were living with all this excitement that you lived in this kind of recklessness and we have to be we have to have a little caution it's great to go in with enthusiasm but we also want to make sure we're taking the time to check in with ourselves because we can also get those self influences from people and and that's something that we really want to pay attention to so What's interesting is in this enthusiasm, there's also that hidden piece that says, take the slow and steady road. Be patient with it. Enjoy it. Indulge in it. Wrap yourself in that excitement. But then also take that steady pace so that you can manage it. You don't have to do everything all at one time, right? The, the, the plants don't all of a sudden blossom, boom, in a matter of a week or two. Um, you know, it can appear like that, but their period of growing and developing and rooting takes a much longer time. Now, the equinox energy that we have is an energy that is really about stepping into our power. And I think that's part of what makes the spring equinox such an awakening time because people are feeling their own divine power. They're feeling the power of spirit roll through them, and they're feeling this charge that comes out. And what that charge is and what that power is coming from is your own creative energy. It's spirit's creative energy. And that is a piece that really opens us up. What we're getting the opportunity with with the spring equinox is all those lessons that we've been learning in the the darker period of the year, as they say, the the, the the nurturing period of the year, is now coming out where it can be implemented. So we're now being offered the opportunity to operate in what's that higher mental space, that higher spiritual space. And when we allow ourselves to do that and be in the world and not of it, when we allow ourselves not to be wrapped up or controlled by the material things in the world, and enjoy that passion, we become all powerful. So the spring equinox is the opening to becoming all powerful. And that's a pretty cool thing. When we think about it, 
and we think about what that energy has to offer up to us, uh, it's very, very cool. So when we bring the spring equinox energy together, what we end up getting is we end up getting the energy of the revolutionary. And this is the type of thing that when we're right on top of Aries and Mars and all of that energy, and we're at this new beginning with all this force and passion and the tendency to react, you know, it's very easy to create revolution. We see this happening in a lot of political arenas right now. And we see a lot of people just wanting to break free. And this is why we see a lot of big stuff come out at this time of year. And we see it come forth with the spring equinox. And we see all these reactive things happening. Now, the big caution here, of course, as well, is that we are in that 2016 year, which means we're in a year that is about completing things. And we're on this blend between, you know, of course, having that that strange accident energy. And it's telling us you've got to complete, you've got to finish, you've got to let go of addiction. And I won't go into that a whole lot because I did that when I talked about 2016 a couple of months ago. But it's very important because if we are stepping into the space and we have all this revolutionary energy and this kind of rebel energy going on, and then we have the strange accident and fatality energy pattern that's running with 2016, we need to really take a look at that and go, <laughs> okay, things aren't going to necessarily turn out the way we plan. And that's a big piece of this year. When we take a look at that and we say, okay, Let's take a look at spring equinox 2016 in particular. We are running on an energy that really gives us an opportunity to make a lot of connections, a lot of interweaving between different groups. But we must, must be careful because we don't want to let that ego step in and think that we know more than everybody else. Be an expert at your piece in the world but you don't have to thought at all, okay? Um, this is a big thing. So, so as we are looking at this, we want to look at what about the spring equinox for this particular date that is happening for the dates of March 19th, 2016, for the dates of March 20th, 2016, if you're in the other parts of the world. And what we find here is when it comes about, there are going to probably be some um, revolutionary energy, and that revolutionary energy is most likely going to see be seen by those who have been doing the silent suffering, by those who have been under a lot of pressure, a lot of anxiety, by those who have in the past been silent. So you better watch out for the quiet ones, <laughs> and it's a with this spring equinox because this is going to open the door that those people who have been pushed down, trampled on, stopped on, you might say the meek of the earth, in a sense, they're going to start rebelling. And when you look at that, that fits right into some prophecies right there, right? The meek will inherit the earth. Well, guess what? The meek is going to start coming out and they're not going to accept being silenced anymore. And when we look at this type of energy, those that are coming from the space of having been sacrificed, of being in that so-called victim space, and they start rebelling, 
you know, it, it could create some real tension. This is this is an unexpected energy, and being that we're all in 2016, we are going to be caught out of the blue by these people. On the positive side, those that are using their energy in a positive way, what we're going to be seeing with this is we're going to be seeing those people step out and really start to make their mark in the world. They're, they're going to be breaking free. We're going to see a lot of things related to abuse situations where people are going to be breaking free of abusive situations. They're, um, you know, this is probably going to come back on a lot of corporations where they've placed people in a victim position. Uh, we're going to see probably some rebelling um, will be something that will come up in the harvest area um, as a result of people being held captive through credit and various other things. So we've got some big breakthroughs <laughs> that this spring equinox is getting ready to initiate for us. And when we talk about that, let's jump into seeds because I want to bring some music in here. I want to keep interspersing um, our music along the way here. And when we talk about seeds, one of the things that we're talking about is creativity and, you know, emerging into the world, emerging from within in particular. And this is about the creativity to be successful on your own. Uh, this is a time about developing a fortunate future for yourself, okay? This is a time that is about working from lessons that we've learned and through the assistance of spirit. So when we look at how seeds code in our, in our world here, um, and, and we look at the energy or the coding for seeds, what we find is awakening. We find a call to action. We, we have a sense of duty or a sense of purpose that is coming forth. And this sense of purpose has nothing to do with worldly success, how much money we're going to make off of something. This is a deeper-rooted purpose within us. So a lot of people are starting to see gifts unfold, their spirit gifts unfold. Um, the gifts that is their unique talent in the world is starting to unfold right now. And that's pretty exciting to see. When we look at the pattern of seeds, seeds require us to develop, okay? So the abundance will come just like the harvest will come, <laughs> okay? But we have to develop the seeds first, just like we have to nurture the seeds in the ground and we have to care for them in order for them to create a harvest. So same kind of concept there. Now, when we look at the seeds of, two, of the spring equinox for 2016, uh, on that particular day, because that's the day that it's triggering for us, we have, we have a couple of aspects that's happening. In relation to the spring equinox this year, uh, it brings in an energy that is really about It's really a cool spiritual energy. It's about taking command of our life. So this is a big seed that we're going to be planting, um, utilizing our creative energy coming from true wisdom and being able to carry out our own plans, not just follow suit of what somebody else has laid down, but being able to carry out our own plans 
and it is a harvest that will produce. So the seeds that are getting planted, you really want to think about the seeds you're planting. You really want to tune into these seeds because these seeds are going to become very favorably abundant for you. And this is going to be a beautiful opening that we see with our seeds. Now, when we look at the seeds for the date of March 19th, so for example here in the U.S. being planted, what we have is we have a system coming in. So those experiencing the spring equinox um, in the U.S., for example, will have people stepping forth to help them bring forth their work into the world. And this is the natural flow, by the way, of divine spirit, is this interaction of true gifting with each other, true sharing with each other, true saying, hey, I'm going to stand in my gift, you stand in your gift, and I love what you're doing, and I'm going to, you know, help people get to you, and you're loving what I'm doing, you're going to help people get to me. It's a beautiful exchange of energy that we see happening. And when we bring this all together um, on another component with the spring equinox, or with the spring equinox, then we also see here in the U.S. that we have um, another another dimension that's coming in that is also again about our power. Things are going to get disrupted, and this is reminding us to be really, really simple in what we are putting forth. Don't get overcomplicated with it. Simplify as much as possible because things are going to tend to keep going through these restarts. And so you don't want the gigantic stuff that's going to take 10,000 days, weeks, months to have to redo all the time. You want things that you want to think simplicity in the sense that if you had to come up and make changes and shift suddenly and unexpectedly, which is part of this energy, then you can do it easily. You can do it easily in things. Now, when we look at the part of the world that celebrates uh, this time on the 20th, the seeds that are coming forth for them right now is all about operating from wisdom. It's all about lessons learned. So all those trials and those tribulations that the people in that region have been going through, they are now going to be able to benefit and see some successful results from those efforts. And when they combine in their additional energy and we combine in a lot of the people in that part of the the area, because of the lessons that they have learned, are going to be stepping into their power. Now, you might wonder, well, what happens if somebody hasn't learned their lessons? What if they're just repeating the same patterns over and over again on there? Well, they're going to have a lot more trials and tribulations to go through and they're going to get harder before they get better. They're going to start getting caught up if they're telling a bunch of lies, for example. Their power is going to be removed from them. So we're going to see a huge shifting of influence that goes on in this aspect. Okay? So that's our energy for speed. And I want to take a little musical pause here, bring in some music from Shemshai. Uh, it is called One Divine, and... Uh, this comes from the Toward the One CD of Shenshai, and you can check out more of their work on their website, www.shenshai.com. And when we come back, we'll be taking a look at Ruth.
walk with the angels We shall soar above the clouds From here to now Gliding on the ways of this mystery Unfolding the lotus of our hearts and dreams Will always be True spirit resides in the center of love is Yahweh I am that I am The eye is more than I could have So rise to your highest perfection This reflection is the will of one divine Universal life And we shall sing in tune with the angels Abiding in eternal harmony We'll always be Running with the rhythm of this living stream We'll flow in the cycle of the endless dream Of life revealing The essence of all and the angels gone out the way All is in your hands And all is more than I could ever say The essence of all and the angels gone out the way All is in your hands Dark is blinded by the light of
welcome back. You are listening to Code Connections. This is Jesse and Nicholas George, and I'm your hostess today. And that song is called One Divine. It is by Shemshai. And those that listen to my show weekly, you know I love Shemshai. We have an opening and closing song by them. And, um, you know, they're just really great. And I've been so blessed that they gave me permission to utilize their music on my show and to um, to share that with you. So definitely go over, check them out. They have so much more music than what I play on the show. And it's just in- incredible, um, the work that they do and the heart that they bring all around the world. So uh, you can check them out at www.shemshai.com. That's S-H-I-M. SHAI.com. You can also keep up with them on Facebook and other social media as well. So, um, you know, all of those different options are available. So, moving on, we are talking about the codes of our spring equinox and what this energy is bringing to us. And if you missed any part of the show, you might want to go back because there's a lot of interesting code information being shared here today. And now we are moving on. We've been talking about seeds and how the seeds of, what the seeds of 2016 are being set forth right now. And these seeds that we're planting right now are the things we're going to see, again, coming up for us and, you know, coming forth in harvest time uh, in September. So um, exciting to do that. And we are going to move on to roots now. Now, when we look at roots, uh, the energy that we're dealing with right now is related to growing in receiving and connecting with spirit. And we must be well-rooted in spirit in order to grow without being uprooted and experiencing upheaval. So you've heard me talk a little bit about some of this unexpected energy, right, that's coming through and that we, you know, we need to be strong in our energy while our strength and our roots come from that spirit space or divine space. And when a plant or a tree or anything is trying to grow and it puts its seeds down, what happens during winter and things is the roots go down, 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 and they seek to go deeper. And the deeper that they go into the earth, the stronger that tree becomes and the less likely that they will topple over or have problems when a storm hits or uh, the, the winters get rough or the heat gets too hot or things like that. Because if their roots go down very deep, they can always get their nourishment. They can always get their water. They can always get what they need for themselves. And this is a great parallel for us to think about in our lives because how many of us take our roots and we let them spread thin across surface, (laughs) right? We spread ourselves then in a whole bunch of different directions, but only on a very surface level, and we avoid going deep. We avoid that inner work. We we avoid going in thoroughly to the core. But it's only in the core that we're going to find the strength, and it's only in those roots that we're going to be able to, to, to draw up the nourishment we need, because those roots for us are connecting to spirit. That's where our roots are, that one singular energy that we're all connected to. And so this is a powerful thing to think about. And this time is really going to be about our root energy on this spring equinox. It's really about standing in your power and being our real self and standing up as a leader, being a living example. That's what a leader is. It's being a living example. 
It's not so much about teaching or or directing people or any of that. You're not here to be a ruler of people. You don't own them. You know, they're they're you. <laughs> and and it's about being that living example so that they can remember in themselves what you're unfolding, which is the light, which is the connection in there. So, you know, it's very important and it's what those roots are getting that makes a difference as far as what comes out and is visible in the world. What's happening on that inner hidden self is what is going to show in the outer world as well. It affects it anyways, um, what is shown there. So when we look at the energy of roots in general, and this is this is a very interesting piece to me, is that roots is the promise of success. It is the promise of help from those in high places. Now, certainly that can relate to the material world, but more so that relates to receiving divine assistance. And this is the assurance of success, future plans, success with our future plans, success with where we're headed in things. So it is the assurance of the harvest. So it's very important that we really take care of those roots and tune in and do that work to be the roots and go in deep. Now, when we take a look at how this is connecting in for us, what's interesting is the roots are affected by what happened six months ago at the last autumn equinox for us here in the U.S. or the spring equinox if you're coming from other parts of the country. And what happened six months ago, what those seeds were that you planted affected the roots as well and the, the type of roots that they're taking hold and how you nurtured that seed and what you did for it, right? And when we look at that energy of the autumn equinox going back to 2015, we actually are drawing in this that energy allowed for us to develop roots that would bring forth Happiness, success, esteem, honor, assurance of success in our plans. So our roots are founded in this immense, incredible, abundant success. Pretty cool stuff, huh? And when we combine that energy from six months ago to our roots, what we have is, again, receiving assistance, it is receiving help from those that are maybe standing more in the light, Uh, it's receiving help from the divine energy, it is also where we can stand to receive favorable things through love relationships as well. So that's always an interesting parallel this time of year because how many people go out and try to find a relationship or try to start a new love? They want a new love to go with spring, right? But this also reminds us that that relationship can't be favorable or probably is not going to, you know, there's work to be done. The stronger your roots are, the more you go deep within yourself, then the stronger the relationship is that you can draw in, the more beneficial that relationship can be for you. And certainly when I look at people in the realm of code, having somebody who's coded to us (laughs) 
brings in just that type of energy of being able to be abundant um, through that connection. And that's a powerful thing. So our roots are really incredible. Now, when we look at roots in combination with the spring equinox, because now our roots are shifting from not having to just survive the cold and having to go down deep, but now they're also needing to branch out a little bit. They're needing some growth, okay? Not just depth, but also some growth to go on. And when we start to look at this combination again of the, of the energy that we have going on right now, what we find is an energy that's coming forth, um, what do I want to say here? Um, but, 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 again, leading us back to power. So this, the roots that we're developing right now are all about our personal power. Where we're going to be growing stronger over the next six months is going to be about personal power. And remember, what you do with that power is going to make a big difference in how your life goes. So it's kind of like, hey, you're going to get this, but that power again, has to come from mental wisdom. It has to come from spiritual wisdom. It cannot be developed off of material pursuits. And power developed off of material pursuits will consume you. An important point to keep in mind. Then you also have, coming through here in this energy pattern, we have, uh, for those in the U.S., this energy is going to line up again and reinforce that harvest energy, that being able to carry out your own plan. So again, this is about saying, hey, you got to get a little more independent. You've got to be standing on your own two feet now and not relying on everybody else to carry you. If you stand on your own two feet and you allow your own work to shine, people are going to step forward and help you naturally by choice. And that's what we're looking for. That's what we're um, wanting to do because that creates that exchange. That creates the honoring of me looking at you and honoring that spirit in you and you being able to honor the spirit in me. Now, for those that are down in other parts of the world and are celebrating on the 20th, then what we see in this energy is a little more challenging because the roots and the strength that they're going to be developing is more likely going to come from waking up to to what's real. It's going to come from a lot of work in surrendering and being able to weather through some, maybe some tribulations a little bit. This is a time where the roots are going to strengthen as a result of finding out the truth. These people are in that part of the world are really going to find out who their true friends are and who they aren't. Um, it's a time where they need to also stand on their own two feet because people around them may not be reliable. And it may not even be that those people are trying to be mean or spiteful or doing anything deliberate. It may just be that they've got a lot of their own stuff that they have to take care of and unexpected things come up for them and then they're not as reliable. So. Uh, people on that part of the world, I'm suggesting you leave your schedules a little more flexible, uh, particularly over the next six months, but you leave things a little more fluid and flowing and leave yourself some extra time and 
put your own backups in place, okay, because things are going to come up for people, and again, not to hurt you or to be mean to you or, or that type of thing. Some people might be that way, but more so just because unexpected things are going to be happening, and and, and so you don't want your plan locked too heavily into place. Let's put it that way. You know, again, think simplified. Think easier. Think about what can you tackle on your own and how can you stand on your own two feet more with things. So, again, as we bring this energy together, what we're finding in here is we we keep getting that reinforcement of, of the success and the abundant energy um, for one part of the for the U.S. region and for the other part of the world that is celebrating on Sunday, uh, we are finding also. Oh, I should say not just the event and success on that part of the world, but we're we're looking at actually the U.S. The roots that are coming about again, they're going to have some uncertainty because there's going to be strange. It's going to be strange incidences. <laughs> Okay, so don't get too close to those people that are wound too tight <laughs> right now. You know, reach your hand out, help up the underdog. That might be a better option right now because the U.S. is really going to have some strange happenings going on. And when we look at the other areas like Australia and things that are, are moving into their, their winter months, uh, what they're going to have emerging right now is going to be really coming to terms with trying to find balance between the spiritual and material world. There's going to be a lot of things pulling people. Can I maintain the spiritual or do I have to go delve into the material? And learning how to bring the spiritual into everyday life, learning how to balance out these two worlds for themselves and not have them be in conflict. So that's going to be a big focus of what's going to be behind what will strengthen you in those areas. So let's move on to a little music here. And this song that I have for you that. Um, ties in with the energy of roots and and is going to give us a little blessing to help us see through the growing aspects is uh, a song called Raven and it's by Ariana Saraha and uh, she's a beautiful artist of Celtic music and folk music and a whole array of things and man definitely go in and check out the show um, where she was on Recently, I, I had her back on around Halloween time, and um, just a beautiful, beautiful soul. You can check out more of her work. Uh, this comes from the Maiden of Midnight CD, and you can check out her work at arianasaraha.com. That's A-R-I-A-N-A-S-A-R-A-H-A.com. And uh, let's check this out, and we'll be back in a few minutes. My mother 
Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and I'm your hostess today, and we are doing the post-music of spring, and this is an exciting time because spring is just a beautiful season when we get to start to see everything flourishing and coming out of its hibernation, and, um, you know, think about that when we think about the trees and the plant life and things like that, and I do want to mention, by the way, again, that that last song is called Raven. It is from the Maiden of Midnight CD uh, by Ariana Saraha, and you can catch up with all of her work at um, arianasaraha.com, which is www.arianasaraha.com, and uh, that was connecting us with the energy of roots. Um, but, you know, this time of year, I always, always find it exciting. Now, I'm a winter person. I love my snow. <laughs> I love the winter and the introspection and all of that energy. But I have to say, there's something about when all the leaves start showing up on the trees again. And when they start blossoming, they have this beautiful green color, and it's just so fresh, and it's like all of this whole incredible energy is brought forward. And if you've missed any part of the show, you'll want to go back and listen in from the beginning because I've talked a lot about the different uh, energy patterns and codes for the spring equinox this year that we're in. And we're now moving on to a piece that is about this blossoming time. And when you think about it, that's the energy that we want to bring forth. What is this wisdom that we've gained through the last six months, and and how are we going to bring that forth? How are we going to come forth with this new light? And and people are waiting to see that from us. People are waiting to see that come out, and and there's that energy. And I think that that's the interesting piece when we look at the sign of Aries and the planets, and they all line up early April uh, in the in the planet of Mars. It's almost like we've got so much energy built up that we have to get it out there and burst it out there, and we haven't given ourselves enough outlet <laughs> for that energy. So it comes out in this big burst, and then it starts to taper off and settle down and get a little gentler <laughs> as we move towards the end of April. Um, so, again, you know, April is always my time. I always say give yourself extra time, give yourself extra room, extra space. Don't get on the road when you're anxious and high tension and stressed out, <laughs> you know, because this time of Aries is the time that we probably see some of the greatest amount of accidents, ironically, because people are so set on having their way. They're so power hungry in a lot of ways. So all this energy is built up and they're not paying as much attention as they normally would. 
But let's get back to taking a look at blossoming. And the blossoming energy is a lot like the harvest energy. So this is really going to resonate for those outside of the U.S. and other parts of the world, like we look at Australia and, and other parts that are moving into their winter season in some ways because they're experiencing their harvest season right now. And the blossoming is our ability to share with the world our own beauty. It is the blossoming energy is not about an egocentric, hey, look at me, look, 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 give me all kinds of attention. When trees blossom and plants blossom and flowers come out, what they do is they simply radiate their beauty. So I want you to think about that as you're planting these seeds, and we, we know that the general energy patterns that are there for our seeds and the roots and things that are going to strengthen us. But now we're taking a look at what's going to come of that. You know, what are these blossoms that are coming out? What are we meant to be sharing right now? What what are the codes saying about this? What are what are the codes saying about this type of energy? Because when again when we relate it to the earth and the plants, what we're looking at is this is the plant comes out and it just lets it, its own beauty radiate. It, it doesn't have to grab all the attention. It just is that beautiful flower. It just is that beautiful plant. It is just flourishing. And it's just living in that flourishing. It doesn't really care whether anybody's watching or not watching or what kind of attention it's getting. So I want you to keep that in mind with the spring energy because what you bring out, really all you do need to do is focus on doing your piece and just being you and and being fully in that. Um, the blossoming energy, what we find is that through releasing material addiction, we're able to create balance. And that comes from being in the world, but not of it. It's about learning to see the truth and not be deceived, right? So when the, everything's starting to blossom, it is getting to see the truth of the world. And it's not hidden. It's not cloaked anymore. And it's important that we check in with ourselves and that we don't just buy into what somebody is telling us. This is really important. Um, this is about taking the time to observe what's happening. It is about no conflict. No conflict, okay? Um, so many times I see spiritual people get on, man, the spiritual revolutionary bandwagon, and instead of just being a voice to awaken people, they come out attacking and pointing fingers and blaming and accusing and all these things. And we can bring these awarenesses about without having to create competition and conflict in our lives. And this is a very important thing because when we step into that competition, when we step into the conflict pattern, what happens is we separate from spirit. We lower our vibration and we become what we're fighting against. Think about that. We become what we're fighting against. There is no fight when you're in spirit's energy. 
spirit has no need to fight. It knows it's great. It doesn't have to fight anything. It gets the bigger picture. So take some time to move through the world in this blossom energy with care and caution. And the successful revolutionary lives as a voice of spirit. Just like when I do my shows exposing what's happening in the world, I do it from a place of spirit, not saying, ooh, they're a bad guy. Look at those bad people over there. Let's all go mob and lynch them. No. I do it from compassion. And I do it from spirit. And I simply speak up and share what's happening. Deception is a big thing. And this is an interesting piece. Deception inhibits our growth. And for us to be successful in spirit, we have to stop selling out spirit to the material world. We need to learn how to integrate the two. Revolutionary energy does not need to involve conflict or anger, but is most powerful when we stand strong in spirit while in this world. And an interesting thing, I looked at the codes of deception because we associate deception as a bad thing all the time. And what happens in this is that deception can actually lead us to call on help. Think about it. When you've been deceived and you hit hard times, you call on spirit. And we don't want to have to call on spirit. You know, wait till we hit those hard times to call on spirit, right? And also when we look at this aspect of deception, there's also this, this piece that is about And deception is about you need my help sometimes uh, in the world when we're living on a material level. We lead ourselves to believe that we have to get on Oprah's show or we're never going to get recognized or we're never going to be successful or things like this, and it's not true. And the thing about deception is it brings in a whole different piece of receiving assistance, and that is many times people won't move forward without getting assistance. They don't believe they can do it on their own. They don't have faith or trust in themselves. And so it's really reminding us, coming full circle back to, we want to grow our own roots. Okay, we want to learn how to nourish ourselves. And we want to learn how to stand on our own two feet where we are not reliant on others. It's great to receive their help, don't get me wrong, but we don't want to be reliant on their health. And there's a very big difference here. And it's, it's, that's one of those odd interactions where we can say that the beauty is in the beast and vice versa. The beast is in the beauty. <laughs> because what appears like health could be just a, you know, a nasty situation sometimes. And, you know, sometimes not receiving help can be a really beautiful thing as well. And so, so we want to keep that in mind. Now, as we are looking at the codes of blossoming, what we find is there is all this turbulence and deception in blossoming by nature. And when you think about what a plant goes through, what children go through, right? When we're growing, we're children and we're doing a lot of growing. 
and and um, what blossomed me up to becoming an adult. Think of all those growing pains we went through, so to say. You know, the emotions and the heartbreaks. And, you know, when you were a child, the smallest of things could just set you into a fit, you know, that they didn't have your favorite ice cream at the store or <laughs> whatever it was, you know. Uh, you couldn't watch your TV show or you, you know, you couldn't play with your friend or whatever it was, right? So the growth came through this turbulence. And ironically, that is what blossoming is. There's this beauty that's coming out, but it's coming out oftentimes because of the turbulence. So when we see this, what we want to do is we want to start seeing the beauty in the turbulence. And, you know, it doesn't mean that we allow ourselves to get all wrapped up in that turbulence, but it also shows us that as we start to become more about the truth, as the deception, as the illusions fall away, and sometimes people get very disillusioned as this happens. They, they feel this heaviness. They feel this sinking of the heart. Some people get very depressed as they start to find out the so-called real world um, because they get wrapped up in what's wrong instead of staying focused on the beauty of it and realizing that, yeah, it might be a little challenging at times, but we're going to get through it. And as I start to learn on stand on my own, what happens is I develop a stronger and stronger connection with spirit. And the stronger connection I, I hold with spirit and share with spirit, then the less things will feel turbulent in my life, the less they will be an issue for me. As we bring this into our spring equinox energy, uh, what we find here is, again, it's very much it's that balancing of the material spiritual world. We really want to give that up. As you're going through this growth, as you're coming out and you're shining your light, you want to make sure you're balancing things, right? We want to take care of the responsibilities that we have, but we also want to do it from a heart-centered space. You know, we need, may need to work, but think about where can we work that is filling us spiritually. Um, and when we're in work environments, it's always our choice to treat others from the heart-centered space, no matter what is happening. And then we also see, for those that are celebrating this time, the blossoming energy that connects for those celebrating on the 19th. What we find is, as you embrace those fears, those challenging points, and you find the beauty in them, you are going to experience a lot of success. You are really going to get some results and you're going to have a beautiful, beautiful harvest to enjoy. And it might be some work along the way, just like plowing the field, tilling the seed might be some work along the way. But when you get that food in the end, when you get that nourishment, when you get that harvest, it's incredible. And you get to relax and you get to enjoy it and you get to be abundant in it. For those that are celebrating on the 20th in other parts of the world, uh, what we're going to find there is they are wrapping back into some of that revolutionary energy. The upheavals that happen are going to lead to breakthroughs, big breakthroughs, and it's going to, again, get people to rise up and speak their voice and open up about things and to stop taking things. Stop just 
accepting people treating you poorly, for example. Okay? They're going to be breaking out of those shelves. They're going to be carving and paving new ways in the world. And that's going to be a powerful place to be um, with them. So, so it's going to be interesting to see what that part of the world is doing because they are definitely going to be, we're going to see more countries stepping up and paving the way that are on that, that time frame and things. And again, as we bring this together, those that are celebrating on the 19th, uh, we're going to, again, find that the successes are going to open up and be assisted. As you stand in your success, it all keeps tying back to this, you're going to get the help you need. You're going to get the recognition, and it's going to come effortlessly for you. For those that are celebrating on the 20th, what we're going to find is we're going to find them um, really connecting in strongly. Um, I would say, again, they're going to they're going to have a lot of that strange kind of accident thing. So that's going to we're going to see a lot of kind of revolutionary energy happening. Um, we're going to probably see some pretty big upheaval in parts of the world as they're trying to find this balance between power and heart between material and spiritual worlds in there. Um, so it's definitely something to take heed to. And, you know, again, it's not about living in the fear of what could happen. It's about realizing that this is there and you just need to take a little extra time, take some extra precautions, simplify things. And that's big. I want to share with you a song I think that is just perfect for this energy. It comes from Woven Green, who I actually interviewed a year ago at the Spring Equinox time frame. They, they set the energy in motion for me a year ago, which was powerful and amazing, having Jim and Ashley Cash on the show with me. And you can check out more of their music, by the way, at wovengreenmusic.com. And uh, this song is called Moving Mountains. And uh, talk about some revolutionary energy. Talk about standing up in your power, speaking your voice, and taking some big chances. If you haven't seen them do the YouTube video on this, go and watch it because it was a venue they were doing in Virginia, and it was all about um, the mining into the hills and how we're leveling our land down and how this is something we cannot afford to allow to continue and that we do need to speak up and we do need to speak out um, about this and not accept the tearing down of our hills and the moving of mountains, as they would say. So this song comes from them and great appreciation for them for allowing me to use this song on uh, the show today. Thanks so much, Jim and Ashley.
Moving mountains, stand aside, gonna lay the hillside low. And welcome back to you, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome back. You have been listening to um, Code Connection. This is Jesse Ann Nichols-George, and today we've been looking at the codes of the spring equinox and the new seasonal new year uh, that is going on. And, you know, it's so important for us to embrace the shifts and the changes. You know, everything in life, everything in the universe, everything within and without goes through these cycles, goes through these aspects of, new things, the development, the growth, the harvesting, the releasing, the growing quiet, the going within, the nurturing, the caring, and the re-emerging again. And here we are. We are not just working our way back up, but we are up and out in the world as of this weekend. Um, Some people celebrating this, it happens for them on Saturday the 19th. Tomorrow, some people it happens on the 20th, which is Sunday depending on which part of the world that you are in. And, you know, I, I really, we've, we've touched on some very key concepts that we have going on, and if you've missed any part of the show, I definitely encourage you to go back, listen to it in the archives, um, because it's been very powerful with some of these common things of needing to simplify, of getting up and speaking out our voice, making ourselves as independent as possible, enjoying the insistence of others, but not relying on them, um, not having to expect things, leaving the leeway and the flexibility and the fluidity in order to be able to surrender what comes up um, moment by moment, day by day, and throughout this seasonal year, and to really embrace the seeds and the roots and the blossoming that is going on here. Um, these this is, I think, one of the big PowerPoints that you want to say about in the year. So taking the time to really focus and say, what are the personal seeds we want to plant? What is the personal growth that we want to have? What is the personal blossoming we want to have? And, again, when I look at codes, I can see this is happening differently for a lot of different people. They each have their own focus of what's happening for them and their own personal years in addition to this going on. And we also have a big piece that's about the balance. And we have a big piece that is finding that material spiritual balance and realizing that what may seem positive isn't always positive, what may seem negative isn't always negative. So carrying that open mind and realizing and working in the sacredness of both spaces, um, bringing spirit into the material world, allowing our senses to be indulged in this world, um, you know, as well as just, um, you know, living in the spirit because we are in this world. So the big thing being in this world but not of it and realizing that there are going to be a lot of people passing this year. We've already seen it. It's something I brought up in my show on 2016 a few months back. And, you know, we've been seeing a lot of that, a lot of strange happenings, a lot of strange incidences. And, you know, if you learn to surrender to what's happening, and surrender is not a negative thing. It's about allowing yourself to go with the flow. It's allowing yourself not to get wrapped up in all the hardships, but it's about learning to find the blessing within each situation. 
And that brings me into the summary point that once we've had the seeds and the roots and the blossoming and we get to that harvest in six months from now and we get to start enjoying that, what we need to remind ourselves, and for those that are heading in the autumn equinox, they're heading into this time of year, is gratitude. And gratitude, of course, is being grateful for what's already on its way, and we know it's already on its way. We know we're going to experience these blessings. We know we have amazing things. We know that stepping into our own power and becoming a leader by just being our own peace and our own light is going to be very, very powerful this year. And that's very much in alignment with the code that we have going on right now. And gratitude, when we look at that, gratitude is all about standing in your own power. It's all about standing there on your own two feet. It's all about operating. It's all about thinking about things. Take the time. If you need to pause for a moment, and think about something before you do it. Don't just react to it. And, and that brings us greater things. And it is about not allowing the material world to rule us through our addiction. So very, very big peace. And, and that is the same energy as the equinox. So you can imagine that by bringing in the energy of gratitude on an equinox, any equinox, you're creating a certain amount of stability for yourself, okay? Um, the harvest that we receive begins with being grateful for what we already have. And it comes not from worrying about what might be, but living in this very moment with love and with compassion and caring about everything in the world. Nothing is permanent. We are always moving. Everything is always moving and shifting and changing. So when times are challenging us, reminding ourselves we're always doing this. (laughs) And that when we're feeling challenged, those challenges are going to pass. And and there's going to be other doors that are going to be really enjoyable that we can open for ourselves. And it comes from this gratitude and it comes from embracing the seasonal year. And when the blessings are abundant, Enjoy them abundantly and fully for as long as they last. And as we look at what gratitude will do for us on the spring equinox, on the spring equinox alone, it is about creating our own fortune and our own luck. So being grateful at the time we're planting the seeds, being grateful for growing stronger and and seeing the blossoms emerge creates our own luck. You know, so where we are at, the seeds we are planting, be it hate or love or anything else, compassion is what is going to determine how so-called lucky we are. Okay, we have the ability to unlock a ton of luck for ourselves. Uh, We also find in here that using gratitude right now in the United States, for example, um, or on if you're in that time zone where we're celebrating on the 19th, that that gratitude is going to create the revolutionary energy without us having to be in conflict. Simply being in gratitude will make the change for us in a way that is going to be favorable for us. When we look at those who will be celebrating on the 20th, 
it brings in an energy that gratitude will be stepping into a piece of responsibility and not allowing others to sway and to influence us. And that when we operate in gratitude, we develop our own strength. We develop our own pieces that clear our karma, that free up our energy sphere, that end up lightening um, our load along the way. Uh, So we have some beautiful pieces by this. And the energy that is surfacing and emerging right now is is just so incredible. And from this, what we find is that we can also, through gratitude on the spring equinox this year, if you do a piece to focus on that, that it will help to bring in wonderful partnerships of all kinds. It will show you true friends and it will draw in true friends for you. On this, So very, very powerful energy that we have going on in relation to gratitude, and we're winding down on the show. And I have a closing song that is so aligned with gratitude. It comes to us from Bruce Ciccarelli, and uh, definitely check out the interview with him as well. Um, and, and he did a song called Carry On, which actually was related to... Um, I think originally, if I remember right, it was related to people with cancer and being able to move on. But it applies to anybody in their life of being able to move through the tough circumstances that show up and move through the things that really aren't our choices or necessarily in our control, but how we respond to them, how we operate when they show up in our life is what will make a difference for us. So, you know, wonderful show today. Again, if you've missed any part of it, I hope you will definitely go back and listen to it in the archives. Next week, I'm also going to be doing my own show, and I'm going to be talking about world leaders. Um, What are the dynamics between them? Where are the true alliances happening? And so we're going to to have a really interesting show taking a look at those world leaders and what's happening there. If you want to tune in for that, um, of course, you can find out everything about my books and events and uh, anything that I have going on, uh, archive shows, everything will be on my website, jessianicholsgeorge1.com, and uh, check that out as well as check out Embraced by the Divine, which I'm a co-collaborator on. Uh, You can do that at embracedbythedivine.com. And uh, just watch for things. I know I'm laying low with some events this year, but that's because I'm putting some things in motion to have some really incredible events in 2017. So I'm doing a little more conserving on my energy while I put those things together and lay the foundations for those events. And I'm going to be opening up code interpretation events uh, where you can come and explore the codes, your codes, how you're interacting in the world, the the, the patterns of codes and how we deal with these different patterns um, that the code codes to operate under because there's 52 different patterns. So definitely you can check all of that out. March's special deal, get a code interpretation work and you'll get a free copy of my ebook, Activating Compassion, Activating Compassion, the workbook. Check out all of our shows here on Main Street Universe. Susan Reed is on um, Tuesday nights consistently, our flagship show usually on Wednesday nights. Hey, this is Jeffrey Ann Nichols-George. I want to thank you so much for being here today. 
And thank you to all of our listeners, not only on Blog Talk Radio, but those streaming live on PIN and the Parent Counters Network, Screen Finder, and Talk Stream Live, and those catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, and those catching the YouTube version of our show. I look forward to seeing you back here next week as we delve more into Code Connection. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed my show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archives. This will be Carry On by Bruce Ciccarelli. If this cuts off for you, you will be able to catch it in the archives. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you again next week right here on Code Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend, and have a truly amazing week. And there's no denying it's burning bright in my soul. There's a light that's shining, and the warmth it's providing is bringing hope to me. Can I carry on? song that's singing and the words it's bringing are ringing loud in my mind and the song that's singing keeps me believing in dreams of happy
It's another victory won. 